This is episode number 37 with SEO specialist Matt Bertram. Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 20-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, it is my mission to bring you empowering people and messages to help you learn anything and take control of your life while fulfilling your vision of success. Thanks for spending some time with me today, and school is now in session. All right, here we are. We've made it. Episode number 37. And we're talking all about SEO today, search engine optimization, um, internet marketing, personal branding, how to build your personal brand with my friend Matt Bertram, who is the author of the book Build Your Brand Mania. He's a local keynote speaker and consultant in digital marketing and social selling. He is currently the co-host of the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes, which has over 3.6 million downloads and 235 reviews, and is interim COO at eWeb Results, a top internet marketing agency since 1999. He's led online marketing programs in web design, sales funnels, search engine optimization, pay-per-click advertising, social media marketing strategies, and recruiting strategies. He's also managed over $1 million in advertising dollars for top clientele. And we didn't just scratch the surface here. Matt Bertram went into so much detail. And without further ado, we will get right into it. Here is Matt Bertram. Okay, Matt, welcome to the show. It's such a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. Of course. So tell me about how you go about starting an internet marketing company in the year of 1999. Maybe maybe that was, I would imagine, I was only two years old at the time, but I would imagine that starting an internet marketing company is not something that was on everyone's radar. No, for sure. I mean, everybody, uh, you remember HTML, right? And, uh, you know, the dial up uh, with AOL and, mm. and all that. I don't know if you do, maybe you don't, but um, that was kind of like really the, the start of it. And everybody was just kind of going online and seeing what they could find. And um, actually, uh, uh, the two founders of the company, uh, one was a graphic designer, one was a programmer. And, uh, uh, they were kind of playing around on their own and people just started asking for their help. And uh, so they started uh, eWeb Styles. It was actually called eWeb Styles back in 1999. Uh, Chris, uh, one of the founders, he actually jokes that, you know, Al Gore invented the internet and then like, you know, he uh, got started. <laughs> That's a joke for uh, maybe an older demographic, but essentially, uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, so, so they started uh, building websites and really quickly after uh, they built someone a fantastic website, uh, clients would come back and go, all right, now how do I get people to come to it? <laughs> you know, and uh, how do I uh, maybe start? And, and selling stuff online really was a big push. They used to give everything a free uh, away online. Um, there was really some apprehension of like putting in your credit card information Ooh. online and was it safe and SSL certificates uh, weren't. Uh, prevalent. I mean, so there, there's really been this like evolution over the last 20 years uh, of before internet, uh, even before smartphone and, and kind of after. And uh, the growth has really been tremendous. And, you know, we really, uh, you know, uh, it's still the Wild West. I'll, I'll tell you that. Uh, one of the things uh, you might appreciate um, when uh, I look at uh, – where the big sources of like money are like in the world. Like if you kind of try to think philosophically, um, I believe that there's two really big sources. One of the really big sources is the stock market, right? And people been figuring that game out since 19, well, twenties or something like that. Right. Or even before. And you got all the people up on wall street and you got all, you got all these things going on and machine learning and, um, 
you know, you just see what's going on in the financial system right now, uh, if you look into it. Uh, I believe the other big tap um, that people uh, from, from the privacy of their own home can tap into is, uh, is the internet. Like the internet uh, with blogging and the, the evolution of that has really brought about a whole new revolution. And I think the uh, next round of, uh, and if you look at it, right, if you look at all the big companies, um, now you've got Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all the different startups out in Silicon Valley, it's really come out of the rise of the internet. So I, I, I still believe that there is a ton of opportunity uh, for people that want to make money online. Uh, we really at eWeb Results, uh, we have a podcast as well that we've been running for about uh, nine years and early in the game. <laughs> yeah. So, so the interesting thing is podcasts are really a, a new source of, for a lot of people to generate uh, inbound business. And uh, you know, we really were, we're doing it and giving away uh, value for, for a long, long time. And um, I, I, I can just tell you that we're really more oriented as an education company. And we've been starting to be asked to develop products that, can show somebody how to legitimately make, you know, three to $5,000 a month online really, really rapidly. Um, I, I know in, in one of your past interviews, you were talking about, uh, you know, web design and, you know, how you just got to take the time to learn WordPress, right? You know, um, actually, uh, Matt, uh, uh, the guy that invented it, WordPress, uh, grew up here in Houston. Oh, so man. Oh, my God. He, he's dating a girl here and he's, back and forth uh, from Silicon Valley and all that. But, um, you know, I, I think that uh, the internet, there's just so much opportunity. It continues to evolve. Um, and uh, for people that want to get into it, the barriers to entry are really, really low. And I think to start a business uh, today versus then, the, the same opportunity exists just in a different way. Like if you see like what the, the rise of the social media channels, et cetera, et cetera. So, there's your long-winded answer, I guess, yeah. to, to how, how you do it. Like, you just got to kind of get started, you know, and, and make that effort and make that plan and move forward, so. Right. Would you say that – I feel like it was much easier to make it maybe – I mean, if you knew what you were doing with websites and branding back uh, 20 years ago, 15 years ago – you know what you're doing on the internet. I feel like it was much easier to make it. Would you say that, I mean, I hear a lot of people all the time, even with uh, starting a YouTube account, like, oh, it's too late or starting a podcast. Like, oh, I missed the wave or uh, starting a blog. Oh, I missed it. You know, is it, is, is all lost? You know, I, I do believe there, there's some truth into a rising tide lifts all boats. Right. Um, and if you get in uh, at the right time on a, a different social media channel, um, you can ride that wave. Um, but a lot of people think that the million dollar idea is just gone, right? And, and those ideas are popping up all the time. I mean, back when MySpace was there, right? And, and maybe that isn't even before you too, like you might be a, a, a pre-Facebooker, you know, but what, what I can tell you, I don't, I don't know if that's even a term, but, but a pre-Facebooker, uh, I was in college when uh, Facebook launched and um, people didn't understand like the power uh, of how that I was going to change the world, right? I mean, now people are using Facebook as their Google, right? So uh, a lot more people are wanting to see what friends are searching for, what friends are doing, and the evolution keeps changing. So I think that you have to stay aware of what's going on and understand it's not a static environment. And the internet's only 20 years old, you know, or whatever. The internet's like your age, right? So, so you know, like, like are you going to be the same person in your 30s and in your 40s that you're in now as you evolve and change and grow? And the answer is no. So the, I think the opportunities are always developing. There's new different social media channels. There's new technologies. Um, there's a lot of things that were a lot harder to do, like to set up a domain, okay? Or, I mean, to set up a, a domain the manual way with like a C prompt is like crazy, okay? Like mm -hmm. DOS prompt and all that. I and don't even, I don't even know. Right? I, I mean – so like, you know, when WordPress.com uh, came out, boom, you can start blogging when Blogger came out, you know, and so it's becoming easier and easier. A lot of the barrier 
to uh, getting online was just getting online, right? To have the 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 the, the skill sets or pay somebody, um, you know, to to help get you there, right? Now um, you have the ability to can, uh, create an account on your phone uh, on a social media platform and start, you know, micro blogging on Twitter or Instagram or what have you. And so I think that people that really pay attention to where the market's going, I believe that there's always, always going to be uh, opportunity and by no means is the internet mature uh, right now. That, that, that's what I believe, you know? Agreed. Agreed. So. What would you say about, um, I would imagine again, 20 years ago, personal branding wasn't, wasn't as popular a term as it is today. Now personal branding is, is sort of, uh, it's sort of the thing right now. Everyone's, you know, and it reaches as far as Instagram. It's not just uh, your website. I mean, your per- it's your personal brand. Talk to me about um, what a personal brand looked like 20 years ago versus today and how to build, what a, what a clean personal brand looks like. Hmm. So, you know, I, I, I personally believe, um, uh, and there's kind of a lot of analogies out there that, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Okay. And, and people are people and, uh, people, uh, are still doing the same things they were doing 20 years ago, just in a different way. Okay. So, um, what is Facebook? It's a, cocktail party or it's a giant party right you're continuing to visit with people you know what's twitter i mean maybe that's even a a louder party where everybody's shouting at each other and it's like always going um you know like what is google adwords right like google adwords is like those bandit signs that you see right now with all the campaigning going on around uh town right that's what it is it's just online you know what is uh emails like emails and man the open rate i'll tell you uh emails have changed a lot too but everybody used to spend everybody used to read every single email they got and they would take like 20 minutes and read every single word and you know like it was so it was so revolutionary it was um you know it was it was just it, it was really interesting what what's kind of happened but uh emails replaced kind of snail mail right um Facebook messengers maybe replaced email like in certain different in certain demographics and um, you know think about news right think about news uh, you got people uh, still looking at news but they're not maybe watching it on TV and watching all the commercials on the mainstream channels either they're watching online they're looking on Facebook they're using like Google News or whatever whatever your platform is or your app is you're still looking at news you're just looking at it in a different way if that makes sense. You know what I mean? And so personal branding is the same way. Like every, everybody's been always, you know, worried about their brand. Like think about, you know, high school, your, your, what, your, what is your rep, you know, like, yeah. yeah, what is your image? Like, so, you know, how do you do your hair? What brands of clothes do you wear? Like, you know, why are movie stars, uh, you know, supporting different products, right? Like they're, all those things, those different components are still there. Um, but I think that the world has flattened out a little bit. Um, there's a blurrier line between a YouTube star. You know, I mean, think of, like, like Justin Bieber, okay? Like Justin Bieber got found on YouTube, I think. I mean, I, I might have that wrong, but I think he did. I thought, I think he was posted on YouTube and kind of, you know, maybe he knew some of the right people and, and, and that kind of happened. But there's micro celebrities, you know, and um, what is the power of celebrity, you know, and if you uh, build yourself as a a celebrity or authority, then, um, you know, you're going to get that same kind of weight, right, that people are going to view you Mm -hmm. in that same type of weight. And like, you know, the thing that I'm seeing in a lot of the data uh, that we're running. I mean, I'm running about $162,000 of like Google AdWords and Facebook a month. And um, the thing that I think most exciting about that is all the data I get to see of how people respond. And we do, um, you know, A-B tests and variations of like, you know, run a girl in this ad, run a guy in this ad, you know, say some different things and 
and really see like what, what's, what's really coming out of that. Um, and what people are responding to and who like those type of interactions are how humans are and that like, that's just not going to change. And so, you know, um, I mean, I don't know that. And I, I think where we were kind of leading in this uh, is a book, you know, uh, build your brand mania. Um, you know, I do a lot of consulting and, um, we do a lot of like done for you services like internet marketing, SEO and, and that sort of thing. But people kept coming back to me going, you know, like, okay, I'm on the first page of Google, just like, Hey, I built a website now. Like, can you get me traffic? They're like, okay, I'm on the first page of the Google, but I'm still not getting uh, people to buy. And I said, well, you know, that, that is important to be on the first page. That's where like the majority of all the traffic is the whole jokes. Like, you know, where, where do you maybe bury, bury something you don't want someone to find. So I won't use any violent terminology, but, um, the second or third page of Google because no one goes there and, no. and, re and really looks for it. Right. So, you know, it, it's kind of like the whole uh, degree thing, right? Like you, like, and I have my own opinions on education because everyone in the internet marketing community is, I, I mean, I have a marketing degree from Texas A&M, but, but I mean, there's no, there was no internet marketing degree and all the people I hire um, are people that have, uh, they have, uh, a, a desire to learn and, and, and then have put their own money up to try to make something happen, you know, so I'm, I'm looking for that type of thing, but there's, there's no background needed to get into internet marketing or mm. no kind of piece of paper. But um, what was the analogy I was, I was kind of trying to share is I think that uh, just like people needed a website to do internet marketing. Now you're on the first page of Google but how do you get someone to buy from you? And that's kind of that evolution and that next step is you got to be the authority. You got to have uh, the mind share of somebody, right? So if someone uh, has seen your Facebook ad or, uh, you know, discovered your podcast or heard about your book and then you're running an ad or they find you organically through a blog or something like that, they're actually, they're, they're going to just give you more weight and credibility because they've heard about you before um, there there's all these like little shortcuts in our brain that we use to determine things because we're hit with so many different decisions a day or hit with so many different uh, ads a day. So like testimonials, right? Like having a testimonial 84%, I think that's the study 84% of people review a testimonial or view a testimonial equivalent to a referral from a personal friend. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So think about, buying stuff on Amazon or wherever, like you're looking for the stars, you're looking for the reviews and you're going to make your decision potentially based upon what you read, right? Cause you don't have time to maybe do all the research, right? And, and before it was those comparison, those comparison sites. A lot of those are still out there for different kinds of softwares. What do you get here and there? Think about that too, right? Think about those, those, Oh, I'm going to just help the community and put up this unbranded comparison. Now, some people do do that. But you got to understand someone's paying to host that website, right? Um, someone took the time to build that content. They're pitching an angle. You know what I mean? They, they got, they got a, 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 a whatever. They have, they have a desired goal or outcome that they're trying to achieve with that. And so, you know, all these things are human nature kind of things. And so uh, when you're talking about building your brand, I, I can give you a, uh, a quick uh, personal example, right? So I was in uh, uh, like uh, outside sales for a long time in the pharmaceutical industry. When I uh, graduated college, I actually won that pharmaceutical job using internet marketing. Uh, funny enough, I uh, took the bandit signs. I bought, uh, <laughs> I actually owned gotfreecoupons.com. I wish I would have probably kept that. It's probably worth something. But, but I bought gotfreecoupons.com. I built the interface to... Um, this program for GlaxoSmithKline where it was like Aquafresh toothpaste, uh, a Beano, Tagamet, uh, Tums, all the things. And they wanted to establish brand loyalty early in college. So I was doing college events, like an ice cream eating party between a fraternity and a sorority. Their teeth would hurt 
right? And then I'll be like, ah, oh, hey, here's some samples of Sensodyne and some coupons, right? So I was, I went to a, a Chili Fest cook-off at A&M and got them to actually pay for a Chili Fest team. And I went around with the Miller and uh, Bud girls and was passing out Bino, Bino gas. You take it so you don't have gas. It was a chili competition. So you had to do like these kind of creative things. Well, I was starting to find people were asking me for these dollar off coupons, right? Because in college, you're like, man, money's money. And uh, I couldn't, they couldn't find me fast enough. And so what I did is I took the interface where I downloaded them, uh, had a buddy of mine build an interface that it had like a front end, like you could just click a button and they would print out and then they had my tracking code on there. And then I started putting these uh, signs around uh, all of uh, uh, Texas A&M. And then I went to Austin and did it. I did it uh, University of Houston too. And it just started working, right? And that was my real first exposure so, man, you know, the internet uh, can create some leverage. But to, to get into the personal branding piece of it, I would say, um, uh, like when I was passing out a business card uh, for the company I was working for, uh, I also, uh, you know, pass out a business card of like a, a website. You know what I mean? Um, and it the website's like who you are, a little bit about yourself, like, you know, just to kind of give you a little more 3D-ness of like who you are as a person and you're just not some name on a business card. Because again, uh, bottom line is people do business with people. People don't do business with big names of companies that have no uh, face or figurehead. So you're starting to see this and that's where the celebrities came into to play. That's where the, uh, you know, any kind of ad you can see on TV like uh, what's a good example, the insurance flow, the insurance, like they're putting a face, they're putting a face to the name of this big nameless company. And you're seeing that more and more and you're seeing uh, people building brands online, right? They're building it on their name. Um, they're the person, right? Like everything with uh, what, what you're doing, you, you got to build it around yourself. And um, I, I, I really felt like, uh, I could te te be a testament to, to the power of, say, uh, inbound marketing through personal branding because, you know, I have a team of, I think, with contractors, I don't even know anymore, 22 people. Um, I'm not sure exactly, but um, we have no salespeople. Like we have zero salespeople. If you talk to a lot of other companies, they have salespeople and that sort of thing. We don't. We generate a ton of content, a ton of free content on multiple platforms. We put out that content. People find us. If they resonate with us, they, they, they call us. They call us. They come. I had a guy actually right before this come by our office <laughs> and like, you know, kind of do a little impromptu, like a uh, uh, little impromptu, uh, like a uh, uh, website analysis with them. But, um, you know, people are coming coming to us and they're finding us and they're resonating with what we're saying and that, 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 that audience is building. And I believe in this day and age, um, that's probably one of the best ways to generate new business, right? And, and, and you can create scalability um, as opposed to talking to one person by one person. The internet is actually, you and I are talking to each other one-on-one -on -one through technology. We record it, you post it out there, X number of people see it, that, that created uh, scalability. It created time leverage. Um, you know, I, I, I do believe um, that the, the, the internet and uh, building your brand online is the, the best way to generate business for uh, small business owners, entrepreneurs. Um, you know, I, I mean, the list goes on, you know, like any industry, think a real estate agent, think a lawyer, think anybody that trades on their name, you know, a, a plumber, electrician, what, what have you, right? Like you want to become the expert, you want to attract people to you and you want to deliver good work. You want to focus on doing what you love doing versus doing the sales piece of it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So does that answer your question? I don't know. Absolutely. If <laughs> So once, I mean, you just explained the importance of personal branding too, which is great. And so I've built, I believe, I would say I've got my bases covered with my personal brand. I've always taken pride in, in, you know, the things I've got set up. I mean, I've, everything's, everything's just 
clean, just really clean. And things run smoothly, right? But I've never been able to figure out pay-per-click advertising. <laughs> that is, I've not been able to put my business on steroids and let watch it go. You know, I uh -huh. just, I just don't understand. I, I have no idea how <laughs> um, I, I don't get it. I, like, what is the right marketing message, man? Um, so, so, okay. So, you know, we're Google partners, um, uh, do a lot of AdWords. Um, we really, when we talk to people, we assess what is their goal of what they're trying to achieve. Basically, I look at AdWords is you can skip the line like by doing the SEO and get it right on the first page for whatever term you want to get on. Also, I think the thing with AdWords where people go wrong is they put some generic message out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. You need to put some kind of offer. Okay. Um, you need to have some kind of action. It's more direct response. If you're familiar with like direct response marketing, you're trying to get an action. You're trying to get someone to do something. Um, and you only have a couple characters to do that. So, you know, if you say, you know, I'll give you a free book, you know, and you run that, you're going to get a lot of people to click. If you're going to say, buy my book, you're going to get less people to click. Right. Like, 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 so it's all about like, what is that offer? Right. What are you offering to them? Um, one of the biggest secrets, I'll give you a real nugget here um, that, that I learned at uh, one of the conferences I went to, um, you know, I'm an avid reader as well. Um, I, I, you know, I, I typically read, I, I try to read, I was reading a book a week for quite a long time. Um, I'm not doing that so, so much anymore. I, I have a new baby, but, um, you know, thank you. But, uh, but yeah, like that, that constant, constant, constant learning is, uh, is super important. But I mean, direct response marketing is, is really what it's about. And also your landing page, wherever you're sending them has to match with the offer. Okay. So if people, a lot of people will maybe put an offer, uh, you know, Memorial day or whatever, they'll, they'll run some kind of special, and then they'll just send it to the homepage, okay? And people are going, well, how do I get this offer? Why am I here? Then there's other buttons. They get confused. Like, you know, they might, you, like your website's like a house. And how do you want people to enter your house? And what rooms do you want them to go into, right? Like, or apartment or whatever. Like, do you want people to go into your personal bathroom or you want them to use the guest bathroom? Do you want them to go into your room versus stay out in the entertaining area? I mean, like, where do you want them to go? How do you want them to get in your house? You got to think about all that stuff. And you also got to direct them of what you want them to do. And you want to be kind of explicit, right? So if you want them to download something, like send them to a, to a squeeze page, download this. But oh, the tidbit, the, uh, the thing that I think super value that I learned at the conference was give something away for free that you want to charge for. Okay. Like give something away that's so valuable that you would charge somebody or people would pay to have it. And then that's what you need to give away. And I'll tell you that that was one of the biggest things um, that I took away from, from one of these conferences I went to. And once we started implementing that, it made the offer so much stronger that like, you know, if you're collecting emails or what have you, um, it's super important, right? It's super important and, and you can get the numbers where you want them to get to. But the AdWords is it's all about the offer. Like if you're just saying, hey, think about us uh, or we're here, I would rather run those ads on Facebook and position yourself in a certain way. Uh, AdWords is more you're selling something, people are searching for something. It's the guy yelling peanuts at the, uh, you know, the baseball stadium or whatever they want, you want peanuts, there you go. Right. So you got to really think through what the customer journey is of like where the person, where you want to take the person, what you're going to offer, what's the bait, right? If you use a fishing analogy, what's the bait that you're going to use and use something that people would tend to pay for, give that away for free, start building the reciprocity of, of helping people out. And, and, you know, Bottom line is I think the industry, it's different, but, but I think it really comes down to the offer. We've had some 
dentist campaigns that have been extremely successful. Um, and it's really been based on the offer. We've had other dentist campaigns that they didn't want to maybe give so much away or the offer wasn't as good or as appealing and it struggled, but the campaign was the same. Now there's some geo demographic area issues, you know, potentially, but, but, I believe the most important thing you can do is that offer and explicitly share that offer. Also anything with Google, just do it completely. Okay. Like your Google, my business, anything that's Google gives you a box to fill out, fill it out. Right. There's all these, uh, you know, different extensions that you can add to Google, fill them all out, complete everything as much as you can complete your profile on every platform as much as you can they're using that information or that metadata in some way to in their algorithms. And so the more you can give them, the more that they can trust whatever it is you're saying or understand what you're giving them, the more likelihood or higher they're going to move you up in the uh, search results. Mm. Does that, does that kind of give you some insight? So it's like target offer copy, right? It's like, you know, the target, the offer and the copy is the most important thing in the AdWords and the landing page have to match. And I think that that's where the most people get it wrong is they don't, they don't think that the landing page is as important as the offer or they might have the wrong offer. Certainly. Yeah. You'd probably say too that building, effectively building an email list, a large email list, which is super important today, and you sort of have to do the same thing. You got to give something away. Would you say that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I, one of my my mentors is, uh, you know, that I haven't met yet, but, but, uh, but I read a lot of his books is uh, Seth Seth Godin, and oh, so, yeah, like, you know, right. So, like, per- permission based selling, you know, um, there's a lot of different uh, philosophies out there that, yeah, uh, you need to give something away, and everybody's used to it now. So now, not just that, like, should you do it? Like, you almost have to do it right? Um, look at all the software, the freemium models, like, oh, it's not free. I got to pay seven bucks or whatever. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like if I can get it for free. So the whole model is now, you know, let someone try it. If they like it, they get kind of hooked. Um, one of the books I'm reading right now, um, and we're really not a software house by, by any stretch of the imagination. I just, you know, I'm learning myself and it's called Hooked how to build ha- habit forming products uh, by uh, what's his name. Uh, but, but anyways, it was just like, why, like I wanted to know why Facebook's doing what it's doing, why Instagram's doing what it's doing. Why are these platforms and how are they building it? You're seeing a lot of negative stuff of like the habit forming nature of Farmville and, and uh, candy crush. And so like, you know, and these are huge companies and trying to understand uh you know, people are playing video games to the point of exhaustion, right? Like they're not eating, like how are these video games catching people to the point? And so that was kind of something from a psychology standpoint that I was just really interested in and wanted to understand. And, and, you know, really, I think with that and kind of where that comes from is the emphasis on social media channels. I personally believe are, the Fox news, the CBS, the CNBC, the MSNBC, they're all going to be Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and what have you. And, and so we're all now uh, have the opportunity, that window you talked about in the beginning to become our own, like to become our own uh, ad agency, to become our own uh, news agency, to become our own content creator. Um, that ability hasn't existed before, like to get on TV, to get in front of thousands and millions of people, you never had that ability to do that. And so when you talk about also the tools and how easy it is uh, to use some of these things uh, or to even build websites today, there's all kinds of different drag and drop tools. I think there's more opportunity right now than there's ever been, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a mindset too. It's like, you got to think half glass, glass half full, not half empty, you know? So. so I get this question all the time when I tell people it's, I, I say it's WordPress or nothing. And I, I just take a big crap on Wix and, <laughs> and people don't really understand why they shouldn't be using these cookie cutter software is like Wix and uh, I mean, Squarespace a little better. I still don't 
I still don't really advocate for it. Um, what's wrong with Wix? Because people don't get it. And I feel, um, I feel bad because they're not going to get big on there. Well, Wix is a sponsor. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, but, but, but uh, no, uh, no, we don't, we don't uh, build a, a Wix sites. Um, uh, we've managed a few. Um, Wix has come a long way. Uh, they've actually added a lot of things you can add on the back end for SEO. Uh, but, but before uh, I would, would have said that that was probably, uh, well, customization if you need it, but if you're just trying to get something up quick going, but really it was for me, uh, Wix was, and Squarespace was the SEO on the back end, the limitation of what you can do as well as the customization. I think that uh, there's right things for different people, right? There's different strokes for different folks kind of Certainly. thing. Um, you know, um, I'm actually dealing with a client right now. Uh, should we go WordPress and WooCommerce plugin um, or Shopify, right? And, you know, so I'm actually in that kind of debate too of, well, you know, how much SEO, how much customization are we going to need? You have some brick and mortar locations, uh, but you have this e-commerce component. How big is that going to be? Is it going to grow? Where's your long-term goals? You know, there's, you know, Word, WordPress or WooCommerce is 40% of the market. Uh, Shopify is maybe nine, maybe it's more <clears throat> 16 or something now. I mean, I love their business model. Uh, I love their products too. We build a lot of Shopify sites, but like, it's, it all comes down to the assessment of, I think, what they need. But if you want to put like things in big buckets, WordPress, you're going to get more customization. There's more people building on that platform. Um, and uh, there more people are going to be able to help you or have access to it and are going to understand it because it's a bigger part of the market. I'll give you a good analogy. Um, and I wouldn't maybe say it WordPress to Wix, but I'd maybe say WooCommerce to Shopify. Um, Microsoft and Apple, um, back in the day, Apple was actually the first computer out there, the Macintosh and everything was like, uh, uh, closed source and you couldn't, and you couldn't, uh, use anything but it. There was no bugs. It was a better product. Microsoft came out and, uh, I mean, my mom worked for Microsoft for like 25 years. So I kind of saw the ride there. Um, but you know, Microsoft got more widely uh, utilized because they, they kind of created more open source and more different programs. And there was a bigger uh, ecosystem that was there. Does that make sense? And so, um, you know, when you're dealing with Wix, there might be, you know, it might be easy, but if you need something specialized, specialized done or there's something it can't do, it's going to have its limitations. And there's only so many programmers building stuff for Wix with, 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 when, when Apple launched the ecosystem of all the different apps, right? There's an app for everything, right? And then when Google launched, there's an app for everything. Um, you know, I use Chrome in the browser and I have all these Chrome extensions, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I just think that there's more people working on the platform, building the ecosystem. There's more people using it. Um, there's more options. You know what I mean? Um, now, but for every solution, if you're like straight e-commerce and you're getting going and you don't want to host the site and, you know, you're getting a ton of traffic to your site and you don't want to have load balancing, all this kind of technical stuff, like Shopify is by far the best answer. You know what I mean? So um, I think it's like really, really important uh, to understand what your needs are and what you're looking at. But I think if you painted a big brush yeah, I would say if you ask me is WordPress or Wix, what's better? I would say WordPress, but with all these caveats, but, but in general, yes. I mean, so that's one of the things that we kind of do. Uh, and we've, we've implemented that. I think it was, uh, into last year where like, you know, we'll do a consultation with somebody, but then we'll do something called a profit plan where we actually sit down with them for about two hours, either over the phone, uh, and build a custom plan for what they need uh, before offering their services. And that product, or that would be uh, like, a, it, it's $5.99 and it would be basically money back guarantee, like if you're unhappy, or you can apply that against their services. But when we started offering that, 
um, it really helped us get a lot better idea of exactly what the clients was looking for and what we could do to help them and also what were the KPIs or goals that they were measuring success against. Because whatever the success factor that you're measuring against determines how you walk it all the way back to build the plan to achieve that. So there's a lot, lot to do with, uh, I think, plan, planning and understanding what you're trying to achieve. But man, if you're trying to just, you know, get, get, get a, buy your domain name and get a picture of you up there and just kind of have it there. I mean, you could do it in 20 minutes in Wix, you know, like, and that might be the best solution at that point, you know, but overall, uh, by far, I think uh, WordPress has the most customization, the most usage, uh, usability. Uh, I think WordPress is 20% of the total website market. I mean, 30, 30. 30. Okay. So it's grown. Right. So, but it's like, some people are still like .NET code and stuff, you know, and it's like, who, like there's not so many people that can, can use that or it's not user friendly. And, you know, from a blogging and content standpoint, I mean, I, yeah, I would say WordPress right now wins hands down, but not to say that uh, for different situations, there's not other things. So. Amazing explanation, my friend. <laughs> yeah, good. Very detailed. Um, well, you clearly know what you're doing, um, to say the least. And <laughs> you're very good at personal branding, branding in general. You've written a book on branding. You have a wildly popular podcast uh, on SEO and what have you. Where can people go to see your work in action, your branding in action, and maybe even get your help? Um, so I have, I have actually built uh, in the uh, multi-level marketing space. I, I don't know if your audience is that uh, space, but I know some of the heavy hitters that are making, you know, the $100,000, $200,000 a month people that are, uh, they were old school doing it by uh, getting everybody in uh, the uh, like living rooms. <laughs> okay. And um, they wanted to take their business online. Um, and uh, I helped build some uh, personal branding funnels for them to kind of sell their story or explain their story. We attached uh, some Facebook ads to that and it created, uh, and then some email campaigns on the back end, And it created kind of this, this process to run people through. I have uh, two clients that have done that for that uh, are having a lot of success. I uh, didn't ask them to, if I could like totally share their information. So um, if you contact me, I'll definitely kind of show it to you, but I don't want to necessarily broadcast uh, all that right now. Um, we've helped a number of realtors um, with uh, their personal branding uh, and lawyers. Okay. Um, I'll give you an example, like PI lawyers. Okay. Um, it was funny cause everybody's a PI lawyer. I was in a room and I was talking to all these PI lawyers and I was like, you're all PI lawyers. Like, and you're telling the world you're PI lawyers and like, okay, I need a PI lawyer, but how do I pick between all these different lawyers? Who's good? I don't know. And I started going, what cases have you won recently? What do people know you for? And, and also how they tell me they get their business. Every, almost every person I talk to tells me they get all their business by referrals. Um, it's pretty crazy. It's like everybody gets all their business yeah. by referrals, you know, and that's not really the case when you get into the data, but that's what everybody believes. Um, but, you know, in the lawyer community, a lot of them get their uh, cases from referrals because someone knows a lawyer, they trust them, they go to them and then they say, Hey, this is the person. Well, I said, all right, well, how do we tell other lawyers? How do we tell people you're the person that you're getting these referrals for? One guy was like, I'm the bouncy house guy. Um, I actually got a call with that guy today after this call, but, um, and then like one guy's the elevator guy. And then another guy's like the car accident guy. And I was like, you got a niche down off the niche you got, you know what I mean? Like, okay, PI lawyers, I need that, but I need something specific in that. And so, um, you know, uh, I would say uh, I would check out our own website. I would check out what I'm doing. I believe if you think that you drank your own Kool-Aid and we always do that, like we're about to launch a Facebook bot. Um, we haven't offered that to clients yet um, because we want to like make sure it works. We want to understand the problems or concerns with it. And we want to kind of drink our own Kool-Aid. And so, 
Um, I think by what, what we're currently doing, I would say encourage you to check that out. Um, we definitely will uh, share with you examples of what we did, what's custom to them, uh, running different like uh, campaigns uh, for certain purposes again, right? So uh, SEO, like content, you're putting out content in a certain area. Um, but also when you're looking at ads, we run a lot of ads. Therefore, they're trying to achieve a certain goal or a certain purpose. And so I don't know if you can track down all that kind of stuff. Um, on our website, we have a ton of uh, different clients we work with. You can check out what we've done for them. Uh, for the personal branding piece of it, that's super kind of customized. Um, I mean, I think you would probably be the expert uh, to go to of what, what you've done for yourself. I mean, you, you could talk about it. Um, I think you are, are following that kind of roadmap um, as well. And, and you've done it. And, and I think you can share with uh, your audience uh, how you've done what you've done. I mean, that's what people want. Ultimately, people want, like, I want to go to somebody and I want someone to tell me what to do that's done it before. <laughs> you know what exactly. I mean? I mean, like, that's what we all want, right? Like, that's who you want your mentors to be is mm. you've already done it. I want you to show me how you did what you did. And then I'll apply that to my personal kind of situation and customize it. Yeah, it's funny, Mark Metry and I last week, we were talking about um, how there's all these people that haven't been there and done that. And now they're teaching how to be there and do that. It doesn't make any sense. Like broke people selling courses on how to be financially free. Um, you see it all over, but <laughs> yeah, but I'm trying yeah. to divert my, uh, I'm trying to be ignorant to it, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, um, also I think one of the most, uh, the best compliments you can give someone uh, is uh, what is it like mimicry? <laughs> I don't know if that's the right. You know that phrase? Like, so there's, there's some quote out there. That's like, basically the best compliment you can give to somebody is for them to kind of do what you're doing. Right. I've had people I've, Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so you're like, like, like maybe like early on, you're like, man, like this is my style. Like, you know, and, and then they kind of copy, they're, they're giving you a compliment, you know? Um, I think that that's where the whole being genuine of who you are is super important because I'll give you an example. You have like a, a awesome website and it looks super put together and clean and all that. And then they meet you and your car's a huge mess and like your office is a huge mess. And they're like that there's not congruency between this and this, and you're giving the perception of this. And if that's not that, they peace out really quickly, you know what I mean? And so I, I, I think that, uh, that, that if someone is copying what you're doing and they're not being original, that's a huge compliment to you. Um, now, if they take that and then apply that to what they're doing for themselves, I mean, it's like, man, that's awesome. Like that a boy, you know what I mean? Like, and um, there's a lot of room for, uh, this industry, there's a lot of room for people, all the different people on my team. I want them to all have personal brands. Um, because man, if someone calls in, they're like, I want to talk to Matt. And, <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, these guys are just as capable uh, of what I'm doing as well. So I think you just got to seek out, go find a website you like, figure out who built that website. You know, a lot of times people come to us and they go, I want to do this. And they show examples. And I'm like, that's perfect because let's not recreate the wheel. Let's, let's uh, see what they're doing or someone's successful at SEO or Facebook ads. What we, we try to do or what I try to do is just reverse engineer what they did and then apply it against the best practices and knowledge base that I have to kind of take it to the next level. You know what I mean? Right on. So, uh, Matt, what was your, uh, your website is eWebResults. Uh... Yeah, eWebResults.com. Um, uh, build your brand mania is kind of my book funnel site. Now I, uh, I'm learning a lot about the authorship, uh, arena as well. And, um, you know, I, I chose to go with Amazon select where I can't sell my book anywhere else, but on Amazon, um, and Amazon's like, like, why do you use WordPress? Like why do you use Amazon? Uh, the volume of traffic volume on that site over any others just dominates. Um, Certainly. you know, and so, uh, I have Amazon has exclusive rights for my book. So, uh, you, it, you know, the book site will direct you back to Amazon. 
but build your brand mania is my book site um eweb results uh has tons of blogs we have some mini guides it has a link to the podcast for podcasts like yours is syndicated out there on all the different platforms um you know and you can always uh call us and schedule a free appointment if you want to chat or if you have a question um you can i mean you can email me um you know i i i do respond to to all the emails i get and um you know just mad at eweb results and just reach out to me and uh you know or google me google me <laughs> and you can find me and uh and yeah and just kind of check out what we do if it resonates with you we we've been doing over 400 and something episodes so there's a lot of uh stuff out there and 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 it really uh continues to evolve with what's happening in the industry and uh yeah just check us out so well matt i want to be respectful of your time you've been a fantastic guest today you've provided probably more like actionable value than uh than i've heard in a long time you know <laughs> oh i i appreciate that no, man no speculation man just action <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, you know, um, there's a lot of like things over the years we've kind of figured out. Like, and I have like definitely an opinion of uh, what I see working, all really data driven. Um, but I, I just want to also congratulate you too on uh, uh, what what you've accomplished and uh, you know the the direction that you're heading. Um, you know, all your stuff looks really good. I think. You know, anybody out there that's following you or learning from you, um, you're on point with, with all the different things that you're doing. And, um, you know, you got a 15-year head start on me. So, uh, you know, um, uh, it'll be exciting to see uh, where you go and uh, you. What, what you're doing. You Thank know? you. So. Matt, we'll, we'll chat again real soon. All right. Sounds good, bud. All right. Have a good one. There you have it, my friends. This has been another episode of the Growth Mindset University podcast. And if you enjoyed this one today, make sure you subscribe if you have not already, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And make sure to leave an honest review as well. When you leave a review, we grow. We spread this message of growth even further. Now, if you're ready to really take your life to the next level, level, then you can go ahead and get my book, Growth Mindset University, which is available on Amazon. And by getting this book, you're not just supporting me and this channel, but you're also getting a book that's going to lay out the rules and principles for you to creatively and effectively design your life full of joy and fulfillment. Whatever that looks like to you, it's going to be a life filled with purpose. All right. Now, thank you for listening today. I love you all so very much. And until next time, my friends, make every day count, live to learn, and grow to give.